0: This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to Mind, Body, Pause with Charlie Kale holistic living for you and your animals you found your happy place to nurture your connection to animals with enlightening information from the innovators who make their world a better place this is mind body pause on empower radio now here's your host fellow animal lover charlie kale
1: Welcome to Mind, Body, Pause: holistic living for you and your animals. Thank you so much for being here. This is show number 21, What You Never Knew About Chickens from The Chicken Rescuer with Lori Woods. <laughs> I'm Charlie All Caleb. Right passionate dog and cat mom, broadcaster, and Reiki practitioner in San Francisco at Energy Healing for People in Paws. I do distant healings as well as in-person appointments because energy transcends space and time. And there's more about all of that at C H A R L Y K A Y L E C-H-A-R-L-Y-K-A-Y-L-E.com. This is your safe place to honor animals, where we'll nurture our connection to them mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. And I don't limit this to just dogs, cats and bunnies mind body pauses for all animals whether in the forest the ocean the jungle or the barnyard and speaking of barnyard what about the <laughs> farm animals in rescue shelters and sanctuaries? I heard a howl back there in the distance. That's yes, one of rescue dogs. Very <laughs> sweet. You'll never believe how many chickens, turkeys, pigs, goats, sheeps, cows, and more end up in a rescue and the reasons why. And most of them needing to be saved are chickens. My guest is a communications consultant who worked in the entertainment industry on both sides of the camera. She's a longtime vegan and animal rights activist who works hard helping animal related nonprofits and other businesses with their communications and marketing plan, volunteering with farmed animal rescue and saving the lives of abandoned or abused chickens at her own chicken rescue in San Francisco. Welcome Lori Woods. (laughs) Hi there. (laughs) Thanks for having me on. And yeah, Uh, Your little souls in the background, you've got, uh, how many rescue animals do you have?
0: Right now, I just have one uh, dog, but I'm going to probably be getting some fosters soon. I might be getting a uh, chicken tonight, and um, I may be getting some king pigeons coming in as fosters as well. And a lot of people don't know that king pigeons are actually raised for food. And so we also do get a lot of um, those as rescues.
1: Oh my goodness! Yeah, I have all my rescue animals around me for love and support right now too. Um, from as big as a German Shepherd all the way down oh. to, to to cats and then a tiny little uh, uh, Chihuahua Terrier mix. So I have all sizes and breeds. <laughs> Aww. So how fascinating, a chicken rescue in the city, just a few blocks from the Pacific Ocean. I had (laughs) no idea this even existed until just last night. I was looking for some recommendations for a broken hot water heater on nextdoor.com, and I stumbled across a thread about a lost chicken wandering through people's yards. And people's responses ranged from caring to curious to clearly not knowing a thing about chickens. And then a bright light pierced through the fog of ignorance as Lori <laughs> posted so much compassionate information about chickens that I messaged her right away. And I said, please do my show tomorrow. I will scrap what I was writing if you will be on my podcast.
0: Well, great. I'm glad to be here so that I can get some information out there about uh, my beloved chickens because they are definitely my favorite. So
1: so before I ask the obvious, why do chickens need to be rescued? Tell me a little bit about chickens' personalities and why so many people want to have them in their backyards. Well, um,
0: you know, there are two types of people who tend to have chickens. And um, and this is, of course, what we're talking, not commercially. We're talking just families. Right. Um, And uh, one, the main reason is people want to eat their eggs. Um, And then the second reason is, is they make great pets. And um, so some people have them as pets and use their eggs. Some people just have them as pets. And some people just use their eggs and don't really get to know them. But I would say most people who get to know chickens end up falling for them and really loving them. They are so Uh, sweet and intelligent. Yeah, they're very They're very intelligent. You know, they're a bird. And birds, as we're finding, are very intelligent animals. Uh, There's been a lot of recent research on jays and crows and parrots, um, but also some recent research on chickens that show they are not um, unintelligent as we sort of come to think of them. They can learn. uh, They can recognize faces. They can be trained. And um, they actually have um, some things that human children don't even have, which is a capacity to wait uh, for something in order to get something better.
1: Wow. (laughs) There are a lot of people who don't have that, never mind children. (laughs)
0: Exactly, exactly. So yeah, so chickens are very, very interesting. As a matter of fact, a friend of mine who has a micro sanctuary and whom I rescue chickens with, um, her name is Isabel Canuda, and she um, trains chickens to, um, with, card, with a card game. So um oh my the, gosh yeah the chicken can pick out the card that she wants the chicken to pick out like she usually has the chicken pick out the queen of spades and she can put the chi- you know all the cards out and that chicken will go right to the queen of spades every time so oh. it's just kind of fun and there's some xylophone games that that you know are being taught and things so um yeah they're fun
1: so I'm going to throw out your friend's website real quickly, chlorophyll.org, that's C-L-O-R-O-F-I-L.org. Yeah. See, I did do some research <laughs> yeah, but I'm impressed. in between t- trying to uh, organize getting a new hot water heater. Um, so, and I'll put that again at the end of uh, this segment, but what are the rules for having them in the city? Well,
0: in San, you know, each city is different and each county is different. So typically, um, now with San Francisco, you can have four chickens and um, they can't be within 20 feet of your neighbor's window or your neighbor's door, but um that said, I think you can also, I think that actually the San Francisco law is you can have ducks and um, uh, rabbits and small animals, but you can't have more than four. So if you had, you know, two rabbits, you could only have two chickens. I believe that 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 is the law. Gotcha. Uh, I don't think, on the other hand, there's probably a lot of enforcement of that, but... I'm sure there isn't. Yes, but um, you cannot have roosters. And then there's where we get to some of the problems uh, with um, having chickens is uh, what do we do with the roosters?
1: So here we go. Why do chickens end up needing to be rescued? And here's the sad litany. Go (laughs) start it off.
0: (laughs) Well, first of all... um, as I said earlier, most people have chickens because they want to, to have eggs, want to have fresh, either they want to have fresh eggs or they don't want to participate in the cruel industrial system. So, um, um, having backyard, uh, chickens really means, um, having in most cases, having backyard hens, because in most areas, roosters are not allowed because they are noisy. And so, um, you don't need roosters to have eggs. Uh, hens will lay eggs no matter if a rooster's around or not. If a rooster is around, then the, he can um, uh, fertilize the eggs. But that doesn't mean they're not edible. You can eat fertilized or unfertilized eggs. Um, in any case, when you get hens, um, there's several things. One is that the roosters need to be culled or killed when they're babies usually within 24 hours and oh. yeah and so because you don't need them and so hatcheries which most people get their chickens from um just sex the ch- the chicks at um 24 hours and if they're males they usually just go straight into a, a macerator which means they're chopped up
1: Oh, my dogs don't like that at all. They think that's no. horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Yes, so
0: um, so we're always we've oh, we always got a situation here where roosters can possibly make it through the sexing um, process. So sometimes these these hatcheries they sex them fairly quickly on on these. Um, conveyor belts and oftentimes roosters will make it through they thought it was a hen but it really was a rooster and so people will order their their chickens and um they have them cute little chicks and then about you know three four months into it uh the one of the hens is looking like a a rooster and then he starts crowing and then it's like "Uh uh-oh I can't Mm. keep this so then the rooster needs a home Um, or he's killed. It depends. That's why we have these rescues and I'm not the only chicken rescuer. Actually, I know quite a few. Um, we have a pretty large network going on and in Northern California and actually, um, in, in most cities, you'll find people who are doing this kind of work. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah. i bet you're the only chicken rescue a few blocks from my house. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Near the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> that is probably true,
0: Yeah. So... <laughs> now, the me. other reason that yeah, I... Yeah, hens. To, uh, the hens, uh, they stop, you know, they stop laying at a certain age. Uh, as hens age, their egg production slows. And so when their egg production slows and then eventually stops, many people do not want to keep those Aww. chickens. Yeah. So they want to get new chickens that are laying. And so something has to be done with those chickens. So that's where we rescuers come in as well. Sometimes we will take um, them from people who... Don't don't want to keep their chickens anymore. And oftentimes people dump them, so we just find them as strays. Um, And sometimes they'll take them to shelters. And it's a variety of ways in which we find these hens. Sometimes they just, like the chicken I'm probably going to get tonight, uh, just got out of the the person's yard um, because they can fly. They can fly over fences. Yeah, and...
1: They're smart, so maybe they were like, "Ah, there's a better life for me somewhere, anywhere, right, but here." <laughs> right? It could be. You know, be.
0: But, you know, um, it's also a problem because predators can can yeah. also get them, and in, even in San Francisco, you know, we do have predators. We have um, raccoons for sure. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. So there are predators out there, even in the city. Sure. Yeah. So
1: what's the lifespan of a hen? Well, you know that really
0: depends upon the breed. There are what we call heritage breeds, and there are fancy breeds, and then there are industrial breeds. So the industrial chickens, the ones that are being used in the farms, uh, tend to live shorter lifespans because they are actually bred to lay many, many more eggs than their bodies can handle. Um, Yeah, and so they typically don't live uh, in... Very long lives because uh, they'll die of some sort of reproductive illness, um, either cancer of the of their um, reproductive organs, or maybe there'll be something called egg bound, which is they have an egg stuck inside of them, <gasps> um, or they're as they're as they lay more eggs, they they get calcium depleted, and so the shells become. Uh, easily breakable and sometimes the shells will break inside of them and they get something called egg peritonitis which is basically an infection oh of their abdomen yeah so those are the the top i mean there are many many things that they could die from but those are the top ones that we see in chicken rescue from industrial hens um, now the 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 uh, the fancy breeds and the heritage breeds don't lay as quite as many eggs per year as the industrial breeds, but they're still laying, you know, quite a few. They're, they're bred to lay more than, say, a chicken in the wild would lay.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So it's very important that if you do get chickens, hens, that you're willing to be on for the long haul with them through, yes. through issues they may have. And then when they've stopped producing eggs, Right. So the, what I, you know, what I
0: like to say is that what is the difference between your dog and your cat and a chicken, right? And really nothing. There's nothing that really separates them. They're, they're um, dogs and cats are lovable and chickens are lovable and they're all intelligent. They all have emotions and they all have a desire to live. They all and, have souls. Yes. And so, um, if you are going to have uh, chickens, then you really need to commit to keeping them for life. And you need to commit to having a really safe environment that's predator proof. Um, and you need to commit to being able to take them to the vet when they're sick, just like you take your dog and cat to the vet.
1: So you were saying there is a place you can adopt chickens rather than buying them or or ordering them
0: yes now and and this is a wonderful program I think um, there is a, a program at uh, a sanctuary, nearby sanctuary uh, called Animal Place, and um, right now it is being is it, the the program is on hold, but it's starting up again this summer. Uh, the reason the program's on hold is they they had to move locations. They moved from Vacaville, and they're moving to Petaluma. Um, now, Animal Place, what they do is they go in to the factory farms, they talk with some of the farmers, and say, Hey, uh, will you give us your chickens uh, when their egg production starts? to slow instead of killing them so in in farms um, they cannot afford to keep chickens whose egg production starts to slow and so what they do is usually at about 18 months old the chickens are killed now in california they're not used for anything they're just gassed and dumped Mm -hmm. Um, In some states, they're used for maybe soup or maybe used for dog food or something like that. But these breeds are not the breeds that are used for human consumption. They're smaller. They don't have as much meat. And they just don't, they don't, um, they're not um, viable, you know, wouldn't make the, uh, wouldn't be financially viable to use. Right. As 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 meat chickens. So um, so instead, they are just called what you know. And um, so in California, since they're just killed and gassed and dumped, Animal Place has a program to go in and rescue as many chickens from these farms as possible. And I've been on many of these rescues with animal place where we get about 20 people together. We rent some vans. We go down to the farm and we pull chickens out of their cages. And then we take them back to the, the sanctuary, get them, you know, uh, deworm them, de-louse them, get them healthy. Um, Usually we have to give them some antibiotics. They've usually got some, some kind of illness. And then after about a month, they're all healthy again. And then we uh, screen adopters and then adopt them out to people for pets and you know, most people are using them for for eggs. They're still producing eggs, but we do screen them to make sure they are going to keep them for life, that they're going to have a good uh, coop, safe coop and things like that. So uh, that is a great way to get. Um, and these birds are usually um, high production birds. So they do produce still a, quite a few eggs for years to come. Um so that's one way. Another way is just people giving up their birds um, because they they couldn't keep them. They had to move. Uh, it was more trouble than they realized. Whatever reason people give up dogs, they usually give up chickens too, right? You're right. Yeah. Uh, or the chickens just flew over the fence and someone caught them and gave them to a shelter. So a lot of shelters also have adoptable chickens. And there's adoptabirdnetwork.com and they have chickens and adopt a pet.com has chickens and pet finder has chickens. So first check with your animal shelter, your nearest animal shelter, and then go to adopt a bird network, uh, call animal place. That's animal org. And um, within all those areas, you should be able to adopt a chicken rather than buy them from a hatchery. And that's, supports, you know, the hatcheries, uh, if you're buying from a hatchery, you're supporting the killing of the, the roosters at birth.
1: We're talking with Lori Woods, the chicken mama who runs a chicken <laughs> rescue in San Francisco. Um, wow. I mean, going back to the situation you described of when you and about, you know, 20 people go in mm-hmm. and take the chickens that they're going to get rid of. And then you, you go through all of that to, uh, you know, get them healthy again. That mm-hmm. must be
0: overwhelming oh yes and as a matter of fact we have rescued uh tooth we usually it's usually about anywhere from 1500 to 2000 chickens at a time ah! and it's, it's been up to four and five thousand chickens even so we get a lot of volunteers to help animal place has some staff and then there's a lot of volunteers and believe me it is a lot of work
1: <laughs> i can't even imagine yeah Wow. And we're just talking about chickens. These sanctuaries that you work with also mm-hmm. take in goats and sheep and adorable, precious pigs yep. and cows. So that just expands it. I mean, multiplies the work, the, the animals coming in exponentially.
0: Right. So, if you um if you ever want to support any of the sanctuaries, um just Google like Northern California's uh, animal sanctuaries and they'll pop up. There are at least twenty of them that I know of. Wow. Some, some are bigger than others. Um, some are small and some are new. Um, but it is a movement, and it's a wonderful movement.
1: <laughs> it is. Oh yeah. my gosh. I'd love to open one in my backyard, but I don't have the time or or the conditions, Um, but oh my gosh, it, it warms my heart knowing that there are so many compassionate people out there doing this. Oh,
0: me too. Me too. And you know, when we, when we would uh, do these large chicken rescues, we'd make a a call out for volunteers for, um, because once they got back to, from the farm to the ranch, they had to uh, immediately have health checks, which meant, um, you know, checking all of their body parts if, if they were okay and functioning, getting rid of the lice that are on them, getting rid of the worms that, you know, all those things. And so it took, we'd have like 25, 30 volunteers come out in one day to help with these chicken um, health checks. Unbelievable.
1: <laughs> yeah. When I was reading the thread um last night on next door, and it was on fire, <laughs> but <Everybody laughs> it was just weighing in and, you know, saying, this is the best thing I've read all day. I, um, know, I saw that too. I thought, well, this is this is a good sign, actually." I did too, and I found it interesting. One guy popped on and wrote, um, "Hey, uh, check out this link. That chicken could be worth three hundred fifty dollars." And you said, "No, that's a blah 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 chicken." <laughs> you, it, it, you were like rattling off all the names of breeds, and and you quickly won everybody's respect. And they were like, "Let Lori Woods." adopt the chicken come on <laughs> yeah that was nice i liked that yeah. i did too <laughs> i had no idea chickens ranged like that because i didn't know there were so many different kinds and breeds of chickens oh yeah there's so many that i i know the
0: you know sort of the ma- the main top breeds but there's a lot out there that i don't even you know know un- know of the breeds and then you've also got you've got the the laying breeds you've got the what they call the so-called fighting breeds oh That's- Yeah. And then you have the, uh, the so-called meat breeds. So there's, um, and then there's, you know, there's those expensive, fancy show breeds as well, but I don't ever, I don't have a lot of contact with those breeds because those people are going to take care of those chickens because, you know, they were, they were expensive chickens. So,
1: so they take them to chicken shows like dog shows. Well, yeah, they're,
0: uh, um it's usually at county fairs and things like that. Yeah. Oh gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Do they hopefully then keep them as pets? Uh, well, you know, uh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the
0: unfortunate thing about well, farmed animals. Um, yes. A lot of times they're, they are not kept as pets. They are, they are slaughtered. And particularly with 4-H and FFA, those kids raise, those animals show them, and then they go directly to slaughter. And that's how the kids make money from having taken care of those animals for that year. And we actually do get at these sanctuaries quite a few um, animals coming in from the FFA, uh, FFA and 4-H programs because the children are like, I don't want my sheep to be killed. I love oh, that's sweet. Yeah. yeah, so we'll take in um, FFA and 4-H um, animals at sanctuaries, but we do ask that they not participate in those programs anymore.
1: Oh, right, definitely. Um, oh, I had... Oh, oh, yeah. fighting chickens. Mm. How often do you ever have to... Well, do you get backup support to go in and break up a ring? I mean, you can't go so in there yourself. We don't go in ourselves. No, Right. We, you can't. It's,
0: it's the authorities that go in, but then we uh, will be in contact with the authorities and we'll try to get as many as the roosters and h- breeding hens as we can. But it's always a problem because everybody's full of roosters and you can't have... You know, oh. There's there's only so many roosters you can have together. And so sometimes like there was one um, bust that uh, Harvest Harvest Home Animal Sanctuary out in Stockton was uh, trying to get the, the um, to save the roosters. And I think there was maybe, I, I can't remember the exact amount on this one, maybe 40, 50. Roosters, And I think maybe only like 15 to 20 were able to be saved. Because but were
1: they just at least be, find homes for them? Or at least be able to h- be humanely euthanized rather than having to, you know, fight for your life in a ring? Right. So the authorities will usually euthanize them by what's
0: called cerv- cervical dislocation. That is considered to be a humane way. It's not the way that we would do it when we right. have euthanize any of our chickens we do it just like you would euthanize your your cat and dog (sighs)
1: which i just had to do a couple weeks ago yes but it is it's the humane way to do it exactly Uh, exactly yeah (laughs) lori um we've just got about a minute left so what is something you would like everyone to know it can be anything about animals (laughs) anything Again, I would just
0: say, you know, I am a vegan and, um, I would say if you don't need to harm animals, which we don't, we can live happily and healthfully without eating animals. And if you don't need to harm them, why would you? And look at your cat and your dog and think about a sheep, a cow, a chicken, and there's, they're no different. You wouldn't eat your cat and dog. Why would you eat them? Right. And... So that's that's kind of where I would leave leave everyone is just you know thinking about a compassionate path.
1: Thank you, Lori Woods, the chicken rescuer. <laughs> wow, what amazing information. This has been just fascinating. You can contact connect with Lori at her website at LoriWoods.com. That's L-O-R-I w o o d s dot com or on linkedin or facebook and you can find out more information on adopting chickens or having backyard chickens and what it takes at chlorophyll.org that's c l o r o f i l dot org and lori um what's a website for uh, one of the sanctuaries you were talking about so animalplace.org uh, they will be uh, adopting out chickens.
0: Hopefully by July, they'll have their program up and running again. So Great. And I'm sure they can
1: use help and donations and volunteers. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on Mind Body Pause, holistic living for you and your animals. I'm Charlie Kale. Check out my Reiki business, Energy Healing for People and Paws, for healing sessions in person, on Skype, or over the phone, for people or animals at charliekale.com, C-H-A-R-L-Y-K-A-Y-L-E.com. You can find all my past shows there. They're also on my page at Empower Radio. And please connect with me on social media. Special thanks to Brent Carey, the CEO of Empower Radio, and to Remy Smith at the controls back at the studio in Detroit, who also love and respect chickens. Take care and remember, no matter what's going on with your animals, don't beat yourself up thinking you could have done better because you're doing the best you can. They know it. They chose you anyway, and they love you for it. Mind Body Paws is a guilt-free, cruelty-free zone. See you next time.